When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to another Realistic Sustainability Educational Short. This week, I want to talk about a question I get all of the time. Is hydroelectric energy good? Well, in short, yes, it is good, but hydroelectric power has some good and bad to it. Now, just like many sustainability questions, when we talk about energy, it always seems that the answer is depends, but... In the overall, now that hydroelectric dams have been around for quite some time, we can say that the existing ones are good. I wouldn't want to add any more. But the ones that we do have, the ones that are running, the ones that we can maintain and the ecosystem is built around, yeah, yeah, those are good. It's just converting that kinetic energy from the river and giving us electricity. Some of the pros and cons... We know most of them, but just in case. Hydroelectric is considered a renewable and a clean source. Renewable because it's something that can be created. You can run water down a mountain and run it through there and get an on-demand system. But it's clean because there's no more carbon to it. You're not burning something to get the energy. You're just taking kinetic energy that's already happening on this planet and converting it to electricity. That's good. Another good thing about hydroelectric dams, they can be dialed up and down. Like energies like fossil fuels, it's one of the big excuses people have for fossil fuels. They can turn it up and turn it down on demand. We don't have storage in our grid, so we kind of have to do that. Well, you can a little bit with hydroelectric also. You can slow it down, you can divert water, or you can speed it up by sending more through. That's a nice feature to have for a clean energy source. Now, a negative has always been what it does to nature and what it does to land when we build those dams. But once they're built and they've been running for some time, it kind of becomes a positive. The ecosystem tends to recreate itself around it, usually with less biodiversity, but still functioning, which means you don't want to take the dam down and start that process over again. So you do get an ecosystem built around it, and that is helpful too. Another thing is is that the lifespan of a hydroelectric dam is 50 to 100 years. Keep it maintained, and it's there for a long, long time. Matter of fact, you can even refurbish them and rebuild them if needed. This is what you should do, because once you have a hydroelectric dam in place, you never want to remove it. We want the ecosystem that has adapted around it to stay there. Now, with that being said, I don't want any new dams built. When we talk about good, we mean existing hydroelectric dams. We've learned that when we, when we dam a river, we cause all kinds of ecological problems. So, no more. It ruins biodiversity in the area. We don't want to do that anymore. We want to leave them there, let nature build around them, but don't build any more dams. Now, one of the things you have to worry about is the maintenance. There is a large amount of maintenance when it comes to a hydroelectric dam. One of the things I like to tell people is, if you're going to fight water, know that someday you're going to lose. 
Water is expensive to fight. It doesn't matter if you're trying to change the direction of a river or if you're actually just building a dam. It's expensive to try to stop. And someday, the water will win. That I guarantee. It's one of the strongest forces in nature. And something few people think about is the upfront cost. It costs a lot to build a hydroelectric dam. But in the long run, it usually pays off and it gives us a lot more energy. One of the things very few people think of is when you build a dam and you flood an area, all that plant life dies. It's in the water. And as that river runs and as that hydroelectric dam is churning through, all that methane from those plants get released. That's why it's important not to do any new ones and to not get rid of the old ones. We've spent the ecological damage. We've paid the price. Now we need to get the benefit. Remember, methane is roughly 7 to 10 times greater of a greenhouse gas, more dangerous than carbon dioxide. So we don't want to play with that all, you know, willy-nilly. We want to minimize how much methane gets released. So when you're talking to anybody about hydroelectric dams, remember, if they're there, we use them, and we use them as long as humanly possible, preferably multiple generations. If they're not there, they should never be there. No more flooding out an area causing the methane releases and the destruction of biodiversity. Let's stick with the ones we have. Let's maintain them, use them forever. And hopefully coupled with other clean energy sources, we never have the urge to build more. Well, that's all for this week. I hope you enjoyed this short episode. If you get a chance, do me a favor. Leave us a review. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Google, it's those reviews that put us on search engines and make sure people can find us. So if you get an opportunity, please do that. That's all for this week, and we'll see you next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.